0: Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Genesis 13. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, as we read this chapter, we pray that we would think about the choices that we make in our lives and that we would make good choices, keeping you in mind and not just relying on our eyes. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Genesis 13. Then Abram went up from Egypt, he and his wife and all that was with him, and Lot went with him to the Negev. Now Abram was very wealthy in livestock, in silver, and in gold, and he went according to his journey from the Negev, then to Bethel, to the place where his tent was at the beginning, between Bethel and Ai, to the place where he had made an altar at the beginning. And Abram called on the name of Yahweh there. And Lot, who went with Abram, also had flocks and herds and tents, and the land could not support them so as to live together, because their possessions were so many that they were not able to live together. And there was a quarrel between the herdsmen of the livestock of Abram and the herdsmen of the livestock of Lot. Now at that time the Canaanites and the Perizzites were living in the land. Then Abram said to Lot, Please, Let there not be quarreling between me and you, and between my shepherds and your shepherds. For we men are brothers. Is not the whole land before you? Separate yourself from me. If you want what is on the left, then I will go right. If you want what is on the right, I will go left. And Lot lifted up his eyes and saw the whole plain of the Jordan, that all of it was well-watered land. This was before Yahweh destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah like the garden of Yahweh, like the land of Egypt in the direction of Zoar. So Lot chose for himself all the plain of the Jordan, and Lot journeyed eastward, and so they separated from each other. Abram settled in the land of Canaan, and Lot settled in the cities of the plain, and he pitched his tent toward Sodom. Now the men of Sodom were extremely wicked sinners against Yahweh. And Yahweh said to Abram after Lot had separated from him, now lift up your eyes, and look from the place where you are, to the north, and to the south, and to the east, and to the west. For all the land which you see, I will give to you, and to your descendants, forever. I will make your descendants like the dust of the earth, which, if any one were able to count the dust of the earth, your descendants would be so counted. Arise, go through the length of the land and through its breadth, For I will give it to you. So Abram pitched his tent, and he came and settled at the oaks of Mamre, which were at Hebron, and there he built an altar to Yahweh. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. In chapter 12, there was a famine in the land of Canaan, so Abram went to Egypt, but he lied about his wife and said that she was his sister, thinking that someone would kill him to take his wife. So Pharaoh took Sarai into his harem and gave Abram lots of rich gifts before God plagued him, so he returned Sarai to Abram. We don't read about Abram calling on the name of God in Egypt, but now, in chapter 13, he goes back to the land of Canaan and returns to a relationship with God. But then he has a problem. He and Lot have too many flocks and herds to live in the same area, so... Abram does not want the problems between their herdsmen, so he proposes a deal to Lot and gives Lot the choice. Abram, being the uncle, could have asserted his authority and taken first pick, but he kindly gives the choice to Lot. Lot looks around and sees that the Jordan plain looks good, so he chooses that. And Moses tells us it did look beautiful, but there was a problem. The people there were very wicked. So Lot moved towards Sodom. But God talks to Abram and encourages him and repeats the promise that his descendants will get this land. And God promises to make his descendants so numerous that they cannot be counted. So Abram traveled around and made another altar to God at Hebron. And now for a deeper dive. It seemed like Abram profited from his lie about Sarai in Egypt. Of course, it only worked out because God stepped in. But if we measure success in terms of money, it was a success. But now we see the negative side of wealth. It causes problems between Abram's herdsmen and Lot's herdsmen. But I think this is also accomplishing God's purpose. God is separating Abram out. So Lot separates from Abram so that God can bless Abram. And here we see another lesson about wealth. Looks can be deceiving. Lot chooses what looks best on the outside. But inside, the people there are very wicked. I think looking back later, Lot would have made a different choice. But how do we make good choices? We have to rely on our senses to make choices, but things are not always as they seem. The short answer is we have to rely on God. Abram relied on God and let Lot choose first. And God worked it out for Abram. We tend to think that we have to stand up for ourselves and our rights. But what we see Abram doing here is giving up his rights and trusting in God. So when we have a choice, we should be choosing to do right to others, rather than trying to get the best for ourselves. And too often we get into decisions without asking God to show us the right way to go. And our values can be the values of the world rather than the values of God. More money is not necessarily better. And in fact, it is often worse. Even the world recognizes this when they study it impartially. I read that some years ago, they determined that more money caused people to be happier up to $70,000 a year, and after that, more money didn't make people happier. They theorized that it was at that point that people didn't have money worries anymore. The book of Proverbs says it well. Proverbs 30, starting in verse 7. "'Two things I ask from you. Do not deny me before I die.' Keep falsehood and a lying word far from me. Do not give me poverty or wealth. Provide me with the food only for my need, or else I will be satisfied and will deny him and say, Who is Yahweh? Or I will be poor and will steal and profane the name of my God. So, how about us? How are we making our choices?